What are you, in your mid-forties? That's what I am, Carver said, staring at Hattie Evans, wondering if Hattie was a nickname. She was wearing quite a hat, a prim and proper red mushroom-like thing with a truncated little stem on top. It was ninety degrees outside, and she was wearing a hat. He had to admit, despite her sixty-plus years, it made her look jaunty. Well, you listen, Mr. Carver, I don't play games, and I won't be brushed aside. Didn't intend either of those things, Carver said. He tried a smile. He was a fierce-looking man, but he knew his smile was unexpectedly beautiful and disarming. Used it often. Hattie seemed unimpressed. As she'd entered Carver's office on Magellan and sat down before his desk, he'd seen her faded but quick blue eyes flit to where his cane leaned but she didn't ask about it. She sat poised with military rigidity in the chair and pressed her knees tightly together beneath the skirt of her navy blue dress. It was an expensive dress, but old and a little threadbare, as was her once stylish, possibly, hat. She was a whipcord lean woman, not tall, and she had the look about her of someone who'd endured a lot but was ready for more. Though she'd never been pretty, crow's feet at the corners of her eyes, pain and experience etched like wounds at the corners of her lips, gave her narrow, alert face a kind of character that held the eye. I'm sixty-seven years old, she said, in case you're wondering, in case you've got ideas. Ideas? You know what I'm talking about, those kinds of ideas. Don't pretend you're slow. I took the time and trouble to find out about you before I came here. Carver sighed. I don't have those kinds of ideas, Hattie. Anyway, I can see you're not the sort to try them on. He shot her his smile again. Not that some men wouldn't like to. Such charm. Was it working? She glared at him. You mentioned Lieutenant DeSoto sent you, Carver prompted, noting for the first time that Hattie Evans smelled not unpleasantly like roses. DeSoto was Carver's longtime friend on the Orlando Police Department, the friend who'd urged him not to surrender, to go into private investigation after a hold-up man, a kid really, had shattered Carver's kneecap with a bullet and left his leg bent at a thirty-degree angle for life. The lieutenant said the police couldn't really delve into my case because I didn't have enough evidence. Have you ever heard of such a thing? All the time, Carver said. He leaned back in his chair and extended his stiff left leg out beneath the desk, digging his moccasin heel into the carpet. He told me he had a hunch, though, that I wasn't just talking through my hat, so he recommended I come to you. Was he right to do that? Talk and we'll decide, Carver told her. My husband Jerome and I live, at least I live, out in Solar Town. Do you know where that is? Carver nodded. Solartown was a sprawling retirement community east of Orlando, hundreds of almost identical houses, all built within the past ten years. It was one of those self-contained middle-class retirement communities like Sun City out in Arizona, with its own shops, medical facilities, recreation center. A retiree didn't have to leave the place for any reason other than variety. It was all there—golf, tennis, bingo, swimming, crafts, classes— everything but a mortuary. Two weeks ago, while we were having watercress sandwiches for lunch, Jerome keeled over dead from a heart attack. Her facial muscles remained immobile as she said that. 
but glimmers of sorrow passed through her direct blue eyes like windswept clouds. Passed quickly. She wasn't one to wallow in grief. I'm sorry, Carver told her. Thank you. Jerome and I moved down here to Florida two years ago from St. Louis, after he retired from his job at the brewery. He had a complete medical checkup then, and his heart was strong. That city's got the best medical doctors in the world. They wouldn't be mistaken. And his heart was sound when he had his regular checkup two months ago. How old was Jerome? Seventy, last December 3rd, and in fine shape but for a slightly swollen prostate. We also know his family tree, and heart attacks aren't in his heredity. She stared hard at Carver, as if he should have assimilated what she'd said and drawn a conclusion. You aren't convinced he died of a heart attack? he asked, remembering DeSoto had referred it to him. DeSoto didn't send him prospective clients lightly. I suppose he did, Hattie said, if that's what the Solartown Medical Center doctors say was the cause of death. But the question is, why? How?